on this episode of Quantum Week, October 9th through 15th, 1988. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines, and we are in mid-October 1988 talking about uh, The Accused, Jodie Foster, and Don't Worry, Be Happy, by Bobby McFerrin. Right. Anything off the top we need to uh, discuss? I don't think so. We'll just go right into The Accused? Let's do it. Okay. It's rough. Um, I also have some problems with it, um, but it... Let's just say this from the actors. Everyone felt protective of Foster. She gets raped in this film, as you know, and worried how traumatic the situation could be for her. In an interview, Foster explained that the rape scene was meticulously rehearsed beforehand, so there'd be no unpleasant surprises for anyone. But she stated that she does not remember filling, filming the scene and completely blacked out and broke blood vessels in her right eye from crying during the shooting of the scene. The male actors were also overwhelmingly upset. Woody Brown, who plays Danny, left and threw up. Yeah, it took five days to shoot this. Five uh, fucking days. Yeah, which is a very long time. It's, no, it's a, obviously, it's a famously long scene as well. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what the, I guess the movie's, the movie's known for probably two things. A, that scene, and B, was, you know, that led to Jodie Foster's it did. first Oscar. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really, obviously, very difficult movie. We'll get into some of that. But as far as from a critic's standpoint, I, I'm having a hard time with this movie. Uh, it's not a well-made movie. It's, it's not. It's not particularly good. Um. Uh, the acting is is either bad to okay, uh, except for Foster who just hits a grand slam. But in the same token, I think some of the things they hit are things people should see. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to end up giving this a C, but recommending it, which I know is I've given some movies C pluses and not recommended them. Um, so, uh, but I just this is a be be prepared when you say I watch this, obviously, because you know some of the issues I'm sure Matt and I are going to talk about in this film. But at the, and and Jerry Fox is amazing. But at the end of the day, though, this this has a lot of made for TV movie feel to it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, the way that it was directed, it that's exactly. It felt like a lifetime movie. It yeah. didn't. It didn't. I don't know. If, I don't know. I couldn't identify why though. Was it the shots? Was it the lighting? I, I couldn't quite it's all tell. Above. The score is quite poor. Oh, well. the score is um, shit. The acting also is poor, except for Foster. McGillis is okay. She's fine. Um, but everyone, everyone else. Some people are cartoonishly oh, weak. Uh, Ken is the weakest character, and that could have been. Um, Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's Which very weak. Would have been. So is uh, what is it? Leo Nasi? Is that? His oh, name? he's the guy who plays the Scorpion guy. Yeah, I just not I, good. He's. I feel like character. I've seen him in horror, like B horror films. Yeah, and shit. I think he's is in that? a few of those. Yeah, I, yeah. The thing is with you know with this, it's it's tough too because you have Jodie Foster just you know said like hitting a grand slam, and then you have um and, and doing an amazing job with such you know a serious topic. So when you have these like cartoon characters, and it's also was written that way too, so it's not all his fault. Yeah. Um, it's tough. I mean, this movie's not particularly written very well, but I will say though it does it you know, it does bring up a lot of interesting points. Now, one thing we both agree is it feels like a made for TV movie, like a lifetime movie, right? It does, yeah. But that's not I don't I, I that is my critique, your critique as well. We might not be entirely fair here, and here's why. In nineteen eighty eight, I don't think you know, made for TV you know, lifetime movies really didn't exist quite yet, but made for TV movies did. And they weren't hitting this topic that hard. No. Like, and so, you know, the reason we think of made for TV movies or like the movies as this feeling like that is because this 
preceded them. This yeah. created that. Yeah, that, I can see that. Right. A lot of that. Yeah, because <laughs> not to the same degree, although they would eventually tackle some of this, some of these topics. Right. Topics that this serious, but never this. Not with the brutality. Or yeah. the brutality, right? Right. I felt like it was two different movies. Like the rape scene to through the court scene at the end, it's actually done really well. And, and I even think uh, Jodie Foster wins her Oscar, of course, through that stretch. Before that stretch, I don't think she's good. Oh, I do. I don't, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, but I also think that the movie is pretty shitty. Um, till the, I mean, not, not made well. The, the whole second act is bad. It's just bad. It's really bad. Uh, we, yeah, when uh, she goes to the CD store or the record store. That like scene's that's, not that, great. It's not good at all. No. And, and you also, it's too, you don't believe. You really think that that guy with the guy you met, the scorpion guy, would he have ever no. acted that way? I, so I, he like confronts yeah. her. He's he's part of the um, part of the, the chorus of men um, who are cheering on this rape, and he sees her. He sees Jodie Foster's character Sarah in a record store, and then he's just like up in her face and calling her a whore and all sorts, of, you know, and and trying to trying to I think trying to come on to her, but. In a very vicious, weird way, too. Brutish way. It's very strange. I'm gonna stop you right there for one thing. So it's, oh. I know I'm guessing a lot of people maybe haven't seen this movie. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It, it opened number one, um, and it is available on streaming. Um, so, but but I'm guessing a lot of people. I had never seen this movie. Before, I hadn't seen it. So uh, I knew of it. I had never seen it. So uh, the movie starts off. Um, uh, basically, this this girl. We just we don't see her get raped. We see her kind of run out of this bar, claiming she was raped, and. Um, you know, you see her then immediately in the hospital. You can tell very clearly this, this, yeah, this, this girl is, is not lying. Yeah. This girl was, something really bad happened at that yeah, bar. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Kelly McGillis ends up playing her uh, her attorney. And then- uh, district, uh, this, Assistant uh, district attorney. This, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then um, they end up uh, putting the three guys that raped her in jail, but not for rape. It was for assault. Uh, it was- in reckless endangerment. Reckless endangerment, right. Yeah, it was so the same, not, I guess the same, you get the same two to five years. Yeah. But you don't have that, you know, that rape stain on your on your on criminal your record. record, you know. Right. Um, and then Jodie Foster's character was quite upset that that's what happened. Um, she felt kind of like these guys got off in a way, which they kind of did. They you, absolutely you, did. Um, and then uh, she ends up confronting, like Matt says in the scene, she ends up seeing one of the guys of kind of like this chorus, like Matt says, of, of men that are just kind of cheering it on. Not kind of, but are cheering it on. And um, there's a kind of interaction there. And that's when kind of Kelly McGillis has her kind of come to Jesus moment and says, no, let's, pro let's prosecute the guys that were cheering you on. And that's when this kind of becomes the courtroom drama. Yes. Which is an odd way to tell a story. I'm not saying it's bad or good. It's, it's odd. It's odd because like we already, so before the first act is over, the bad guys, well, there, there are a lot of bad guys. The rapists rather are in jail. Yeah, it's kind of, over, like story over. Right, so you're like, all right, you know, and I know that's what they were doing on purpose because they want to be like, listen, this isn't over. Like, there is another side of this and these guys. And I will say, like, you know, up until you see the scene, you're, I'm kind of like, I don't, obviously no one should, you know, but you hear they, che they cheer, you don't, I guess I had a hard time kind of understanding. You could not picture it. And then when you see, you're like, oh no, these guys should be in jail. And that's what I was wondering, exactly. Oh, so I, I'm, I'm torn on what, order would have been better if they would have shown the rape scene in the beginning. I think it's a hard way to open a movie. It is a terrible way to open a movie. And I think in doing it this, but I, you're right. It's almost unbelievable when they're describing it because we do get kind of a play-by-play -play and description. Right. But we don't see we, it. But we don't see it. And, and you can kind of trick your mind into saying, well, did wh how participant, were they just afraid to intervene or were they actually like 
really goading them on. And until you see the rape scene, you don't really know. So I think that's what they were trying. So Jonathan Kaplan's director, yeah. uh, he's directed a few things. You've probably seen Project X, Project X. A, few, a few other things. Uh, there's a bad girl movie, which is a, um, a, a Western. Yeah. Movie. With, yeah. Uh, uh, oh my God. Who's in that? Drew Barrymore's in that, right? I think so yeah. And then, uh, yeah, a few other people. Yeah. It, he's, look, he's very committed. You know, it's, Broke it's, Down Pals was the other one that I saw. Did you ever see that? And that was, uh, it was a two, I think college yeah. women um, right. try to smuggle dr- or inadvertently smuggle drugs and, and they, they end up in a, a Thai prison. Right. Uh, that's an uh, interesting one. Uh, look, that one looks made for TV as well. Even though it's got Kate Beckinsale and someone else. I can't remember who the other female yeah, is. Famous person. Uh, yeah. But that one's kind of made for TV too. Yeah. This, this, this guy's he's, he's limited for sure. Yeah. But I will say, I think that construct though isn't the worst because like this movie's all about, it's not just about obviously rape is bad. But it's also about like believing women. It's also, uh, you know, and about like not victim blaming. Yes. And, you know, it, it's kind of interesting because it does kind of put you in that like, I don't really know what happened here. I don't know. But I think you're supposed to have that doubt because then when you see it, you're like, oh shit, like I should be more sensitive about this situation. So I think in like the, like how it's laid out is really effective. I and, think you're right. And, and that's one of the reasons I'm recommending this. It's like, all right, well, Look, there's a lot of issues with this movie. I don't know if we're going to go into all of them because it's just like, I mean, there's a lot, just yeah. be, you know, I don't know, but like, uh, but something like that, that construct, which I had the same debate internally in my head too. I'm like, is this the best way to tell the story? Yeah. And maybe it's not the best way to tell the story, but it's the best way to get the message across. I think so. Because then by the time you see it, it is because so, you know exactly what's going to happen. And as it unfolds Ugh. almost in real time, yes, it takes yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. Like Ugh. I wanted to leave the fucking room. Oh, it is. It's one of I don't, is there, there's probably more brutal scenes in film. I don't know, man. This is up there. I couldn't think of one. There's not too many. There's not too many. I, I haven't seen Boys Don't Cry. And it's for this reason. I don't want I to see. Either. Same reason. I don't want to see her get the shit kicked out. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see that. Yeah. So I haven't. I've just, you know, maybe we'll, I don't know if it, if it did well in the theater or not. Maybe we'll come to it. I'll have to, but I don't like to see that. Nothing yeah. makes me want to shoot people in the head more than seeing someone just get completely ravaged and victimized in this way. It's, by, it's by the worst. Group. They have no, she had like no chance. No you know what I mean? chance. It's just, yeah. And no, and the worst is there, there's no fucking way in hell that I'm in that bar. And I, and I, I would rather die than let that happen. You'd have to kill me to have me not stop that fucking thing happening. Well, I think, you know, we all would like to think that, um, until you're in a situation, maybe it'd be different. I hope, I, I would hope I would do the same thing. That's why I kind of like how they have the character of Ken, even though he's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. terrible, terrible actor. There's one scene with him and Jodie Foster. They're in a, a room together very quickly. And it is just like, it's just ridiculous. It's like, a, like I said, it's like a, you know, Mike Tyson with, you know, Emmanuel Lewis <laughs> yes, as far as like exactly. you know, in, a, in a boxing match. But that's right. the town level. You're like, oh my God, this is terrible. Uh, it is just, it's just, it's just not, this movie is some very poor casting. Um, but, uh, but I like, I like to show that character is he's a good person. He, I think he also looked around. like, oh, there's 20 guys here. They're all rev, whatever, 15 guys here. They're all revved up. Like, I don't, I don't stand a chance here. Um, well, I, then you I, go, you, know, you immediately go and call the cops. You don't, I you don't sit there and watch. You watch the whole thing. I would He's looking so. at his friend in the eyes. I mean, also you have to hit the waitress friend who saw what was going on and just walked, just walked around. Fuck her too. Bar. Oh yeah. yeah. They don't put her, they don't paint her in a very nice light. Um, you know, Ken gets the hero treatment a little bit. That waitress gets thrown. And he should, I don't think any of them, the bartender is bad too. He's more oh, worried. He doesn't well, want to tell anything because he's worried about Oh well, these kids like pay for right. my beers here. I'd rather go out of business than How let that shit that happen. How hard was the mill? How horrible mill. is that bar? Piece of shit bar. Oh, awful. Like, and everybody goes there's a piece of shit. Irrelevant of the rape. Take that out of it. That bar sucks. That bar sucks. It's really this weird back game room. 
The pinball, a couple pinball machines, and like and three shitty arcade and a games. Jukebox. So by the way, it was supposed to be a pool table. We I probably know. should talk about this a little bit. Yeah, we should. Of course. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, Cheryl. Uh, I think it's Arayo. A R A U J O. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but this is based on a true life event. Uh, this woman, Cheryl, she was in New uh, Bar in, in New Bedford, Mass, and and she was raped um, by several people on a pool table, as you said. Yeah. At a bar, it was a similar situation. And it's tragic to her life. So then it ended up going on. So one issue I have with the movie when I'm watching it, which I'm not going to at all make this criticism because they were right. I understand what they're doing now. So I didn't know about this Cheryl. What's her last name again? I'm sorry. Um, it's it's Arreo. Arreo. Okay. If, I'm, if we're mispronouncing that name, I'll yeah, sorry. sorry. About that. Uh, so uh, I didn't know about her story, but it ends up like exactly what Matt said happened. And then it was like one of the first uh, court cases on CNN. And this is horrible. So then she's like, listen, I don't, I'm okay with being on TV because I want to, I, I want, it's fine. She didn't fight it. Yeah. She also was a situation, she was very similar to the Jodie Foster character. Jodie Foster's character in this is not educated, uh, had a rough upbringing, uh, didn't a have a lot of, mom, yeah. didn't have a lot of support anywhere. Yep. Like it was very, I think a lot of, and just was probably out, when it comes to the sophistication, the court system was out, was out gunned. Yeah. And so I think it's another reason they probably, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I mean, to do this, this girl is fucking awful. So then they put this on cable TV and I'm guessing she might not have had the I said, sophistication to fight that. And then she's like, listen, okay, fine. But just, but just please like just bore my face out and just don't say my name. Well, one of the questions they ask you on the stand is where, what's your name? What's your address? And they left it in there. And then, so initially she gets support, right? But then of course you have that backlash and it becomes people like, the victim blame me became oh yeah on a nationwide scale it? yeah right and there were so when the when the court case came down they found uh, I think it was just her rapist that was the trial I don't think it was the actual other guys uh, people like picketed it and be like oh justice wasn't served she had it coming they really blamed her character which is as you know awesome it's complete Luckily, bullshit we have a bit of a more awareness now than we did in yes. the eighties but Jesus so then this woman ended up. Had a drinking problem, just like Jodie Foster's character does. Yeah, and um, ends up um, she had to move. She had to move out of Massachusetts because she couldn't go anywhere. She was like blackballed everywhere. She moved to Miami. Yeah, started a new life, but the drinking problem existed, and she ended up dying in a car accident. That like everyone seems to believe seems was, that it was, was drinking, a DUI yeah. situation. And she was dead by time she was before she was thirty. She had two fact, kids. She, she two kids, and she died three years before the rapist even got out of jail. Um and and they had pretty small sentences, so it's just she was dead before the '90s started. So it was no, she was dead by '86. She did before this movie came out. Yeah, so, just, so they were gonna have it be a pool table, but then like uh, don't we, they sued. don't get sued by yeah. her family or you know and um or anyone else who's gonna claim her story. So they ended up making some changes, but this is pretty much her story, and I think it's why it, another reason it, it is so effective. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure people knew thought it, about it at the time. But it felt real, like it, watching it. Obviously, Jodie Foster's performance too. But it's just like between not only the rape scene, which feels all too real. It's awful. Um, it I, is. It is. I can't. The, I can't stress how awful it is. You don't have to watch this movie. It is awful. Uh, yes. Oh no, don't. Uh, um, you know, all, all, I know we, Matt and I joke around on this on this show. Wow, we have some fun, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna say this with all sincerity. If you're if you're gonna watch this movie, just. And just make sure either yourself or anyone else has not had a experience with sexual, sexual assault. Because there's no warning message up top. In the movie. No, I mean, no, no, I knew no. what it was going in. Yeah, yeah. Because from because we, we both, both yeah, love film. Yeah. But if you're a younger person who wasn't, you know, who didn't know this or doesn't know this movie, please, I cannot stress enough. If you've had a traumatic sexual experience in the past or you're not comfortable with that 
um, that type of that type of uh, the violence that story, but right or that, that content, um, or you're gonna watch it with someone. Even if you watch it with someone, just you might want to ask that question. Like, hey, are you all kidding aside? Because it is the most traumatic sexual assault that I've ever seen on film, and I, it's almost like so ordinary the way that they do it too. It's it's so fucked up how it's filmed. Well, it feels real. Uh, it's. Uh, it feels like you, it, it too, and so we, we talk a lot how Kaplan is limited as a director, and I believe he is. A lot of these stuff, like this, the, the record store thing, is just, it's a, abysmal. He does a great job with this scene because he actually keeps the camera at a certain level. He does. Where the reason he keeps that level, it's about six feet high off the ground because he wants you to feel like you're there. Yeah. And uh, he wants you to feel like you're also a witness. You're complicit in a way, um, which is quite an effective way to tell a story, and it, it's a quite effective way to show the scene. But the scene, it, like Matt said, it plays out in real time. Another thing that's a trick, not trick, but it's another way to make you feel like you're there. It's shot from your perspective. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're a witness. You're, yeah. you're, you're guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's because, because it's what happens is just so you know, uh, it's the movie ends or near, near the end with Ken, this guy who's a, one of the good people or the, the good He person. actually called the cops. Yes. Uh, he finally ran out. Actually, I think after Jody Foster's character left. No, he, he got first. Oh, he left first. He left first. But and not much before. Not much before. Like the, the damage had been done. Yeah, and he ran uh, to a payphone outside and called, called wouldn't give his name, but, um, but yeah, called it in and the cops came. Yeah. Um, and it's his testimony that this story is right. Cause it is actually Jodie Foster gives her own testimony um, in uh, a couple of scenes. Before. And I think that's actually the scene that might've got at the Oscar. I'm, she's fantastic in the court. She's like trembling. It is like, she's terrified. Rightfully yes. so. Yeah. She answers the question. You can see like, she's trying to tell, she wants to tell the truth, but also wants to say, you know, quote unquote, the right thing. You see the struggle in her mind. Yes. It's an amazing performance. Super complex. On that, on that stand. The problem that I have with Jodie Foster, though, is the first half of the movie, it's not that. I find, I think, the problem is, and it's, it's not her fault, Jodie Foster is so smart. Yes. She's such a smart woman. Right. That it, you can't, it's hard for her to play someone oh, who's- I, I thought she pulled it off. That's why, that's why I would give her, that's why I think she deserves it. It here. just, it looked so, um, and maybe just because I have a relationship with her. I've seen right. her in so many movies and she's- Whip smart in every single one of oh, them. Oh, you've seen her interview. I mean, she's, she's, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe because that, but I did not buy it when she's dumbing herself down. She's oh, I did. I, I, it I, didn't I, work for me. I thought it was really, oh, I said, I had the opposite thing where I'm like, oh shit, she's doing this. I felt like she was slurring her speech weird, like not, not in a natural way. It did not feel natural the whole way. Um, but then, you know, the third act, it's like, she's, it's, it's a dominant performance by her. She's amazing. It's oh, crazy. I, I think it's one of the better performances I've seen an actress do, yeah. especially considering how weak uh, everything else is around her. She really elevates this this uh, this movie, it, with the exception. The other thing too, I don't. So the rape scene obviously is. I know we're kind of fixated on, it, but it really it, it is it is quite quite upsetting. Um, the other thing too is like this movie is directed pretty shitty, pretty shabbily. It's it's not a, it's not a good movie, right? It's like not like quality wise, it's not a good movie. No, the script is pretty weak. It's weak. The direction's pretty weak. The acting outside of Jodie Foster, to some extent, Miguel's good. Miguel's okay. I think she's, I think she's okay. She's, yeah, um, better than Top Gun. Oh god! Um, yeah. But like, but that that rape scene actually is directed really well. I know the, and, the last third of the movie is like, like really well made. Yeah, but that rape scene take you though is like really strong. Like, yeah, as far I know, as I know, a, I know, I know, as a directing uh, point of view, a content per perspective, um, and it's uh, that also is kind of jarring. In a way, like, because I'm like, yeah. oh my God, here we go. It's going to be kind of like, because the rest of this movie is like not done very well. I'm like, oh, this could be kind of a mess. I'm like, oh shit, this is a mess, but a different kind of mess. This is awful. And this is completely traumatic. Barbara came in, like she, she had finished, sometimes we'll watch TV together at night. And it, by the, by the time that, 
that happened, I was at the rape, rape scene and she'd like started oh, to come in the room. I, 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 I like, I didn't yell at her, but I was like, you can't, you can't come in now. Like yes. this is about to be the most traumatic. I, like I'm seeing what's, this, you can't come in. I can't do this now. You can't be here for this. I'd kick her out. Couldn't well, do it. The storytelling is so like, cause it, like Matt says, it's at the end of the movie. So you kind of know everything that's going to happen. You so do. it all starts with her dancing to this song, which by the way was, do you know what song it was supposed to be? What was it? Uh, Kissed by Prince. Or was it actually Kissed by Prince? That um, would have, thank you for not, that would have ruined the song It was supposed me. to be. One guy didn't let it happen. Prince. Who was it? Oh, good. Thank you, Prince. Prince never would not give up the rights to the song, so they end up putting in a song that was never this terrible song. I don't song. know what it is, yeah. But Jody, they let Jodie Foster pick the song, and she uh, loved this song by Prince. She thinks Joe Prince was great. Prince, yeah. So that's what she's actually dancing to, uh, is Kiss by Prince. I see. Um, and um, so uh, it starts with her dancing, and uh, so you, the second she starts dancing, you it's know. just like, oh, shit. It, it, it's going to be the worst few minutes. Yeah. And you're like, uh, and you know, and obviously Matt and I knew this movie is very famous for this scene. So Matt and I kind of knew, probably knew we were yeah. going to end up seeing, but I, even, even being prepared as we were for it, I st- imagine seeing that. Well, hey, imagine I still wasn't prepared for it. So imagine seeing this, imagine not being prepared, which is what happened in test screenings. So, um, people, the first time they showed this to test screenings, um, it got the lowest scores they've ever seen. Yeah. That's what Paramount said. Like no one's, yeah. uh, no movie has been worse, uh, worsely reviewed than this one. So this movie this had one. a ace up their sleeve, um, that, um, uh, saved this movie. Uh, and Sherry Lansing, Sherry Lansing would go on and run Paramount Studios. Yeah. Sherry Lansing would become a major heavy hitter in Hollywood, but for this movie, she was still, uh, just a producer and, the, but, uh, but, a, but a very good one obviously, but, but one had been around the block a couple of times. Yeah. And she says, they saw the test screen came in and Kaplan, Foster, McGillis were, you know, were, were, were very depressed by what they saw. You know, we've seen, seen scores in the thirties, which is unheard of for a test. Yeah. And, uh, Lancy goes, Nope, this is why I'm here. Relax. Let me, I'll take care of it. So Lancy went to Paramount and said, listen, this is not a typical movie. We need to do a test screen with just women. Yeah. So they did it. Paramount said, and the scores were off the charts high. Women, uh, they had 20 women do it. 18 of the 20 women that were there were like, no, I've either experienced rape myself or I know someone who has. Yeah. Movie at home. I totally buy it. Right. Paramount said, no, 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 no. You wrote those cards yourself. There's no way that you went from a score of a 30s to off the charts, off the charts high. Yeah. Like, like this, uh, this, I don't believe you. And she's, all right, we'll do three more. But my only thing is just all women. I said, fine. But I want, I want to see three more screenings every screening came back with similar results and then Paramount went ahead and did it. And actually they, they put a pretty good marketing effort behind it. It was a very, like it wasn't, it didn't have a lot of competition that week, but open number one. Yeah. It made a little bit of money. It made it, made its money back. It says 92 million. Well, in the box. Worldwide. Was that worldwide? Yeah, I think it made 30 million domestic. Um, and, um, what did it cost? Do you remember? Oh, it was under 10 or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, so it made it money. It made oh, it's no, money. no, it made, yeah. made its money back. And then, uh, and then, you know, the, um, the Academy agreed with Matt and I um, uh, and only got one nomination. It got a nomination for, for Best Actress and uh, Jodie Foster, and she won. It would be her first uh, win. She, of course, was nominated for Taxi Driver. Yeah. She would be nominated for her next movie a couple years later and win for Sounds of the Lambs, yeah. which is a much better film. Yeah. Um, and then she was nominated one more time in her career. Do you know what format? A little trivia question for you. Ugh. Is it a movie that I've seen? Do you know? It's no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, actually, uh, not not what you. I mean, not not her most. You know, it's a unusual performance. I don't even know that I've seen Nell the whole way through. I, I know I've not seen the whole way through. She uh, didn't win for that, but then she didn't win again. She didn't get nominated again. Her rest of well, up until right now when we were speaking. So you know, it's like oh, I wonder if I don't know. She doesn't do that much anymore. She does enough. So 
Uh, right. I agree with you. She, you're right. She hasn't, she, she isn't, Matt's absolutely right. She focused on directing. Yeah. She definitely took some time off. Matt's right. But you think though, even so, it's not like she's done four movies. Like, you know, she's done a good amount of films from 95 on. I mean, we're yeah. talking, now we're talking 26 years. She's got one nomination. And there's a few reasons why. One, like Matt said, she, you know, she definitely took time off. You know, she wasn't working consistently. Well, even here, she took like five or six, off, uh, five or six years off of um, not, acting. Not entirely. She did some films in college. Did she? Yes. Uh, and then she did a few movies after. None of them hit. In fact, she, if this didn't work, she's going to retire. Mm. She's, well, I don't know if I buy that, but she was going to not pursue acting as, as strong. She's like, I, I just, I can't, you know, maybe Hollywood's kind of, she was smart enough to know, like, listen, like, all right, maybe Hollywood has kind of moved on. She yeah. said she was going to study African-American literature <laughs> uh, at Yale and go for, just go further in education. Yeah. Um, she'd already directed uh, a Tales from the Dark Side episode. So I think that directing was already in her blood. Yeah. So I don't know if I totally buy she would have left Hollywood, but regardless, and Matt's right, she did take some time off. She directed, I think, four films since this came out. Um, but... The other thing is that she suffers, suffers isn't the right word, but she has um, issues with chemistry. Um, we talk about it a lot with Tom Cruise. Uh, and Jodie Foster obviously has since come out of the closet. She, uh, she is a lesbian. And, you know, in the 90s and early 2000s, there probably weren't a lot of parts. There weren't a lot of parts for uh, gay actors and actresses to be themselves or to play their sexuality on, on, on film. Right. I don't know if she was comfortable coming out. If she wasn't, because she didn't come out in that climate either. So you have a actress that has a hard time. You know, think about the movies that are her, she's most effective in. Taxi Driver, she's 14. Yeah. This movie. It's a violent movie. Certainly not a movie she has a relationship with anybody. Sure. In. Silence of the Lambs. She yep. just doesn't have a relationship with yep, anybody. She's, she's talking to a serial killer. Yeah. No, she doesn't even speak the language. So, you know, you have, you know, she's not having that romantic. And think about her other movies too. You know, Contact. Yep. She has it. It's awkward with her McConaughey. It is, and it's really not about that. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's about her trying to make contact with aliens. In fact, the yeah. best best part of the movie is the first act when she has no relationship at all with McConaughey. Yeah, so you don't even see him. Uh, Maverick is fun and loose. It's a friendly banter with Mel Gibson, it is. who she naturally gets along with. Yes, so that feels natural. But it's the but it's not a romantic movie. No. Um, Summer's Bee is a romantic movie with Richard Gere, but Richard Gere's character may or may not be an imposter. So even then, there's doubts. There's questioning. And that comes, maybe come, comes natural for someone who's maybe, uh, well, I think bad point, she was, she knew who she was, yeah, but sure. maybe she was kind of falling back on some of those questions she had earlier on in her life. So I think that that lack of chemistry really, and maybe the part she chose, I know some actors I've read, gay actors like, listen, I didn't want to, I, I didn't, I didn't want to kiss women in movies. So I just would rather not do the movie, which I completely understand. Absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, if you're not comfortable not, doing it, don't yeah. do it. So, you know, you, you'd read about, I forget what movie you were. I forget, we, we talked about this in a, in a previous episode of, of a gay actor. It was like, oh, I, wasn't, I just didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was part of it too. She just didn't want to do certain films because she didn't want to be in romantic. She wasn't going to play the Meg Ryan parts. Exactly. That's the thing. She wasn't going to do that. She wasn't type suffering of for money. She didn't need to work. Exactly. She's very yep. smart. And yep. also just yep. was, you know, was in some big movies. She got $15 million to do Panic Room. All right. Was that what she, No, I'm sorry. It wasn't, I, mean, I lied. That's it was Anna and the King. She got $15 million to do. I haven't do. seen that. I haven't either. Came out in 99, made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, cost a lot to make, made a lot. Uh, but she, uh, you know, so she wasn't, wasn't someone who had to work. So maybe she's just like, I just don't want to, I just, I'd rather just direct or make the movies I want to make than 
kiss men. But those, but those chemistry films, was she going to win an Oscar for anyway? Usually they're not the romantic comedy ones anyway. They're usually, a, you know, a kind of a deeper film than that. No, yeah, that's a good point. I think things lead to things. So I think if like you're working in Hollywood more regularly, like you said, yeah. like, uh, or if you're just kind of more game to the system, you're going to have more parts come your way. But if people are like Hollywood knew that, I mean, I, 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 in the nineties, I knew she was gay. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't know, but you heard the whispers. And if I'm a 19 year old kid, just, you know, reading magazines and kind of knew what was going on. I'm sure every executive in Hollywood knew. Sure. So they probably, I'm sure they're saying, Hey, we're not going to give Jody a, a part where she has to be with the leading man a lot because she doesn't want to do it. Or doesn't maybe, maybe the word had gotten out, whatever happened. I don't know what happened behind closed doors, but obviously she wasn't doing those movies. So if they knew that they're not going to, you know, cause they about like a beautiful mind. Yeah. Like, you know, yep. she's very bright. She could have played the Jennifer Connelly yep. role. Like, totally. Yep. But, like, she wasn't going to do that movie, I don't think. And she wasn't going to be considered yeah. for it, apparently. I could see that. So, you have, there are a lot of movies where, yes, you're right. A Meg Ryan, Sandra Bullock, before she started chasing the Oscar, you know, the 90s, 2000s, Sandra Bullock. She's not going to do those movies. Right. So, you need kind of empowered women movies. And, and then look what happened. Like, Sandra Bullock but, got Oscar nominations for Gravity and then for Blindside. That's right. Because she. She, she was there. Did this? She was in this system. You know, Julia Roberts. Yeah, know, Julia Roberts was got, got an Oscar for Aaron Brockovich. Yep, uh, which Jodie Foster could have easily played, but totally. But I wonder if Julia Roberts got that thing because she had connections with other people she's working yeah, with. Yeah, could be, and had done the romantic comedies for the, a decade before that. Right. I mean, we don't, you know, we don't know, you know, but it is odd that her career has honestly stalled because it hasn't stalled, but or maybe it has now. I don't know. She's she's so talented here. I just she really is. I, McGillis's career, this is the last important movie she ever really did. She's not a good actress. Like Kelly yeah, she's McGillis. all right. She's okay. But she's not Jodie Foster. No. And yeah. she was terrible in Top Gun. Yeah. She was also in Witness, which I haven't seen with Harrison Ford. I forgot. Yeah. I, I, guess I have seen a long time ago. I heard ago. she's good in that. Yeah. But I also heard she was good in this, and I don't think she was okay. I thought she was pretty good. Here. She's all right. Yeah. I had no problem with, with how she was doing it. She's all right. Yeah. Better than everybody else. Except yeah. Jodie Foster. Yeah. Yeah. What Maybe. else do you have in this movie, Anas? It's a tough one. Um, let's see. Well, we talked about. Uh, hold on. Are you not recommending this? I don't know. I don't know if I can recommend. I mean, what? With the caveat that people would be would not be traumatized by the content because that's important to get that out. The whole movie's not. the The movie is probably two thirds not good. I agree. And one third. I mean, great. I say great. I don't I know. mean. I don't mean no. great. You, I know. You I know. It's a strong great, but like, but but, but, but great. But, but it's well it made. It's a great. It's a. It's a. It's a very well made. It's it's well crafted. Yes. Schindler's List is well crafted. Yes. You know, we can say yes. it's yes. great yes. or it's strong. You know. It, it, you know. But it's um, it's still tough to watch. I don't know. I'm not sure if I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. What grade do you give this movie? That's tough too. I don't know what to give it. I had a hard time. <laughs> I think you're probably right with a C. I think that's I think that's probably right. That last third is is brutal. It's well it's so well done. It's but the rest of it really sucks. I probably a C. I guess I guess it elevates it that much. Jodie Foster, yeah. in that court scene, the rape scene, of course. My, I mean, I'm for going, me, it's a performance. Going, I, I, I'm going to mildly recommend it. I am too. It's a very mild recommendation. Yeah, very mild, with the caveat that people can handle the content. Yeah, I. You don't have to see this movie. Yeah, if you're if you're even on the fence, I can't emphasize enough. Don't see this. If you're on the fence, don't see this. But if you if you if you feel you can, you know, if you have if you've been fortunate where you haven't had that in your past, or you ha you can handle it, then then I think maybe you can see it. You know, if you maybe you should see it. Maybe I don't know. It's 
Most sensitive people, though, already know how they would feel in this of witnessing this type of thing. Like I, I know how I would react. But I think so it's not lot- like I need to be taught a lesson or shown. You know what I mean? I don't need to see through this window. I, I know. It's so I, I rough. Know. it's really I, rough. I, but it, but it did it did um I think it did a really good job highlighting like victim blaming and stuff. I think I think it's it's not a bad even if you are even if you know what those those terms mean you are you know you you feel like you're not a caveman with some of this stuff. It is it's not the worst thing in the world to kind of see it again either though. To see it, you know, because I think Jodie Foster is, I, I like Matt, I like her performance more than Matt does. Yeah. I, think, I think the way she kind of is dealing with it, I think is really interesting and it's compelling and it's so sad and how she has no support around her. And it's just like, oh, even her friends let her down. It's just like, this sucks. Like, you know, you're like, oh, I, you know, I bet that happens to a lot of women. I'm sure there's a lot of women who have been alone in a trailer or a shitty apartment that went through this and all they have is she's just petting her dog. That's that it. sucks. Yeah. You know, that's so sad. And she even says after the, the trials and she's like, all I want to do is go home and play with my dog. And she's, you know, she's like, and the whole time, you know, you're thinking like, oh, yeah, she won the case. But it's like, all because she went to a bar with her friend and had some drinks? Like, that sucks. I, You know, I, no, no, no woman should have to fucking have to deal with that in the back of there. You know, they, fortunately, you know, maybe women, maybe have, you know, obviously have to deal with that. But it's just, that sucks. That sucks. It's like, ah. Uh, Carry a fucking gun. That's what I say. Um, I don't know that would have helped her here, though. I don't know what it, it would her not. Her purse wasn't no. near her. No, and you think in a crowded, a relatively crowded space. Like right. if you're in the public, you think that you're gonna be okay, and you should be. Like there, that nobody stepped in is is fucked up. It's so fucked up. Uh, I mean, in the original is- case, in the original case, um, yeah. I guess what happened is there was at least one person who was trying to help, but they were being restrained, physically restrained from helping. Which I think would have happened as Ken character. Someone blocked the door in another situation. I don't care. I would have, I would have, then you would have had to kill me. You would have fucking had to kill me. I mean, I, you know, I, I never, I never like to do that. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, it sounds I, like kind of Mark Wahlberg, which though, it's like, I don't know what would have happened. You know, I, I, I hope I've never, thank God. I hope I'm never in that situation. I would, I would hate to, to obviously be a horrible situation to be in. I would hope I would have the, I hope, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a fireman. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. You know, you know I don't know what it would be like to run into. I know, I know what it feels like when the, when the house gets that hot. I would hope I would do the right thing. Um, one thing the movie kind of lets off the hook to some extent, and not really, but a little bit here, Matt brought up earlier, this fucking bar. So I demolish this motherfucking thing. I would, I would dynamite this bitch. I really hope, and I, I you know, I, I don't, I, I, it is different now. I don't think you would have a bar that has this weird dark back room. I think bartenders, I mean, bartenders should be, uh, bar owners, restaurant owners, I think are more conscious of things like this happening when guys have had booze. And I think hopefully things are better well, better well lit, uh, aren't these weird kind of enclaves you can kind of, and I know like, you know, you, you just like, you know, women walk into these bars, they just want to have a good time with their friend. Like this, I've done that a, you know, a million times. Like some, of course. Everyone, should, everyone, every adult should be allowed to go and have a drink with their friends and just laugh and have a good time without having to worry about fucking getting brutalized and, you know, potentially getting killed. I mean, it's just, it's, and, uh, the bar, the bar, uh, I would hope if this happened again in 2021, they would sue the bar. Oh yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Just to shut it down. I mean, you probably can, I wouldn't even care about the money. I just want to shut it down. I hope fuck so. that bartender all the way. Oh, okay, everybody, fuck everybody. They, like that's just, a, you, you don't come back from that. Uh, Goodbye. Uh, Oh, it's in the real life. It didn't. This poor woman was dead 
You're I mean, I mean, the bar doesn't. Go, oh, you don't, no, you don't come back not. from doing any of the people who participated the or milk. watched. That, that'll be on your conscience till you die. I hope on your deathbed that you think about it as you as you f- take your last breath. It's it's the worst. Yeah, it's it's a rough movie. This is probably maybe the roughest movie we've covered. I think the it's show. the roughest one we've seen. It's, it was one of the roughest movies ever made. I mean, that scene is 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 uh, you know people still talk about how how and I give Joy Foster a lot of credit for doing this movie and. Um, and having it because it's a about as brave a part you can play. Yeah, I mentioned. Um, I think I mentioned on the show before. What's the movie Dogsville? We've talked about that. It's, I, a, not seen that. it's an our town um, kind of. But they, they, the way that it's uh, the 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 set is actually on a stage, and so the houses are kind of drawn out in tape. And there's not a lot, but it's a Nicole Kidman okay. film, and she gets trapped in this town and gets seriously, serially raped by everybody in the town. And so oh God. I saw it at the, the, uh, in Portsmouth and um, the music hall, and I was like, this is the worst fucking thing, but this rape scene is worse than, worse than oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, that just goes down a spiral and keeps going down, and like she, she just gets sort of imprisoned. But you don't... It's different because it's shot like a play, so there isn't... It's I don't think it's as explicit. Mm. And it's... It's like a, a frog in boiling water, like gets worse and worse and worse as it goes, where this is just like in your face, you know, for seven minutes that's, or whatever it is. But yeah. that, that's a rough, yeah, that, that's a rough that one. Rough, we won't, we'll never hit it because it never, I don't yeah. think it would have ever made any money. But but this might be, this is one of the roughest things. I'm trying to think of anything. This is one of the roughest things. This I've is a very, this is a, uh, 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 yes. Com, com, it's a very difficult movie to get through. Um, but if, you know, I, on, the, on the flip side though, you know, it's not a bad reminder, like you know how shitty victim blaming is, and it's also a uh, a really compelling, amazing Jodie Foster performance. And so, you know, if you want to see a great actress, you know, do an unbelievable, best, courageous job as you, you'll see on film. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, but if you have any sort of inkling at all, stay away. Yeah. Anything else with this one? No. Okay, well, let me move on then. Yeah. Don't worry, be happy. Weird pairing of fucking. It's weird, but this is the week, though. This was actually not like I know. So both things are number one this week. This I is know. where our which is where we were, I guess, in October of '88. Don't worry, be happy by um by Bobby McFerrin. This is the first acapella song to ever hit number one, and it stayed there for two weeks. Actually, knocked off "Sweet Child of Mine." Imagine the Billboard 100 at this time. What a weird time. You've got the yeah. it, it was just knocked off "Sweet Child of Mine." It's crazy. Oh, but this song is fucking trash. Okay, uh, so Blender agrees with you and said that this is one of the 50 worst songs of all time. This is horrific. I hate this song. It makes me angry. It was named the worst song of all time by Michael Musto, whoever that fucking lunatic is, Great from name. the Village Voice Critic. The song isn't trash. Oh, it's awful. No, it's not awful at this all. Is, I, I, this is awful. It's not awful. It's just you can't, it, it's, if you can't move past the style, you're not going to like it. Oh, move past the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics aren't amazing. Oh no, they, no, they infuriate me. Why do they infuriate you? Just because they're so simple and goofy. It's not simple. It's it's fucking. It's insulting. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. So and so. All right. So maybe they get all right. Well, you know, don't worry about something small. Maybe that's what. They, yeah. Don't worry about. Um, You'll get through it. Sure. 
the examples he gives include eviction. Yes, I do. So don't worry about getting evicted. Well, fuck you, motherfucker. What are, you know, getting evicted don't, is not something to just be happy about. Don't you raise your voice, Bobby McFerrin? Oh, I hate this not guy. My, I hate. No. I hate this. I hate that message of don't worry. Who the fuck are you? And you know, it, it's it, it it's it's so insulting if someone like would say that. Like, and oh, was it? Don't worry about if you if you worry. It's it, um, it, it, what is it? What is it? How does it go? What what becomes double? Uh. Something you're, you're some, yeah, you're right. I can't remember what it is. You're double. It becomes double. double. Yeah. Basically, sound. If you worry about it, it you know, it yeah. gets worse if you worry about it. You give yourself a heart attack. It's like, all right, well, what if I'm in a hospital with, you know, a, a sick relative and I'm worried about them? You're taking a light song and you're but now he, ascribing. He said eviction. It's in his song. Your landlord says your rent is late. He might have to litigate. Right. So he might don't worry. Right. So I'm gonna get a bit. Another another example is someone stole the person's bed, which is a strange example, but uh, yes. that's there. If I didn't have a bed to sleep in. This is a goofy little song. It's stupid. I don't think it's stupid at all. You you don't think any of these things you're saying are stupid? Any are you serious? I'm saying these, are stupid? Well, no, that you're saying like the, no, Oh no, the lyrics. the lyrics aren't no, no, it's just a little it's playful, idiotic. goofy it's song. Not, but it's insulting. Don't I don't want anyone. I'm surprised that he's you like lecturing you. He's not like, lecturing fuck you, motherfucker. He, he's not lecturing he you. He is. No, he's not. Oh, he absolutely He's is. not lecturing you. It's a light song. You're taking it way too seriously. Way no, that's too the problem. This that, was that's on, the wait, problem no, with this song. This is on the fucking cocktail uh, <laughs> uh, soundtrack, which is a stupid, goofy movie, and they needed uh, a sort of, uh, I don't know, an island feel to I a song. about this fucking song. That's the other thing. You know, this song hates that's the thing. Like, So, right. So, if you're like, hey, this song sucks because it's fucking lecturing me and they're using stupid examples, like, oh, it's just silly. It's, it's fine. It's fun. It's like no, I I can hate I can hate this song yes, with very valid reasons. Go ahead. The lyrics are horrible. Go I ahead. hate. I also the acapella is it's kind of corny. Fuck you. You big acapella guy. No, I think that Bobby McFerrin is a national treasure. Fucking hack. He ruins good songs. I I had you get a cut. I couldn't believe your reaction. I texted you. You think he ruined that song? Oh my god! It's so awful. You are like it's so awful. So I've never. I mean, had- I know you have no taste or or understanding of music at all, and more than just a tertiary fucking overview of it. Such a hack. But no, he is. Um, he's probably. I don't know of any musician better on their instrument than he is at singing. There's no one out there that's better than him. What? Steve Vai might be like close, but so he you think is, Bobby Fair is the greatest singer? The what greatest you- uh, maybe musician alive. It's true. You're insane. I'm not insane. You're insane. He can do things with his voice My, that are, he does. Im- oh. the, so the hacks. Okay. So let's play this hack song that, uh, that you're bringing up. So he does a cover of, uh, of uh, blackbird. Here it is. You hate it. So bad. How can you? Are you fucking trolling me? What's happening? I'm not trolling you. That's <laughs> that's impossible to do. What he's doing there it is. It should be. No, it's impossible. It should be. It is physically impossible. I to wish do. it was. I don't wish it was. When I hear him, I think, oh my god, there actually might be someone up there looking down at us. He is the voice of fucking God to me. There is nobody better. <laughs> There is no musician on the planet better than him as a vocalist. No one. It, it doesn't exist. I'm almost angry. I'm, I'm angry you can't about be, like nine things You right should now. be angry about not having an understanding of what fucking good music is. I'm That's an- what you should be angry at. I'm that an- your, your family didn't teach you what good music was. That's what you should be angry at. 
Thank God no one in family likes this song. Uh, I'm angry you didn't put this song on the on the main show. Um, I'm still perplexed about... So just a quick backstory about the Blackbird thing, which is, by the way, that is a fucking... A hideous, horrible... Maybe one of the worst covers I've ever heard in my life. So I'm at home and I'm like, all right, I should probably look at, listen to the other Bobby McFerrin songs. I heard it was so bad. I'm like, I'm like dying laughing. I've never once asked Matt to find a cut of a song. No, ever. this is the first time. Ah, uh, well, I, it's so rare. You might have done it one more time. Okay, maybe. Okay. I, so it was a year ago. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I very time. rarely do it. Yeah. So um, I'm like, hey, can you? I didn't want. I don't want to like give my hand, show my hand. I'm like, hey, can I you showed my hand. I, I know. No problem. I'm, I'm, I'm telling the story here. I'm doing, telling. I'm doing it ready. So uh, I'm like, hey, can you pull this Blackbird song by Mark Farron? That's all I wrote. And Matt goes. Uh, yeah, we'll do. Sick. No, I said yeah, sick, it's sick. isn't it? It's I said, sick. No, I said yeah, it's sick. That's all I said. And I'm just like, oh shit! I needed you to come in I here, knowing my position on this motherfucker. I really like. I, I was like, I, I, I was. I'm like, is he joking? Because it's so terrible. He plays with the best jazz musicians on the planet. That's the only one that. That's the only people that can keep up. If it's Chick Corea, it's it. it the no one else can keep up with him. He is a phenomenal talent. He's also a sweet man. He gives a lot of time away teaching. Like he'll go and do I'm guest sure he's teaching a good guy. spots. I've never once heard him. He's, I'm uh, sure he's a good person. Ten Grammys. Who cares? We, we said number of times Grammys don't matter. Ten shit. though. All right, great. Ten. All right, how many? How many was it? Diane Warren is the woman we hate. Yeah, but she's a she's a writer. Oh, she's she's a fucking oh, idiot writer. But that, that's a little bit different than someone, someone who's like writing. Counts, like oh, no, that's not true at all. She hasn't won ten anyway. Excuse me, I'm burping here. I don't burp like not you me. do. Me. Oh, there yeah. you go, buddy. There you go. Look at Look at him, huh? Ten Grammys, but that's not it. Every, uh, you listen to it, listen to the album. No, uh, I read it Shut up. L listen to the album Medicine Music. Everything on that album is him and him alone. Everything on Don't Worry, Be Happy. You might not like the song. You might think he's lecturing you. It's a stupid little song. It's it stu is stupid. It's a goofy little song. It's not goofy. No, it's stupid. He it's saw fucking the, Don't Worry, be, be Happy is a mantra of this of uh, this fucking guru. So he saw it on a poster. He's like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. I'll and write a little thing. That, well, he had to write it for a fucking, for a movie. Medicine music, that album, everything on it is him. It is phenomenal. Don't, be, don't Worry, Be Happy. Every part of that song is him. All the percussive stuff, all the clicks, there's probably seven, if he's not doubling himself, there are seven tracks of him singing. He had to hear all seven of those tracks in his head before he sang the first one in tune. This is before autocorrection, and he is dead on balls in tune. He is the best musician on the planet. The <laughs> best. Listen to this. Oh, let's do Ladysmith. Big man dies. He's everything on that. Everything. Every part is him. It's not a good song. It's a Who fucking cares? awesome song. You just can't get past the style, and that's dumb. If you can't get past the style, that's it's just not good. fucking dumb. It's, it's like people who say, I hate country. Yes, a lot of country is bad, but there is good country. Don't fucking punish the genre. Get past it. He's great. The song is it's a true. I want to find the lyrics to "Don't Worry, Be Happy" because I want to see what the because this song is. Uh, While you're looking about, it, I'm gonna play another cover that you yeah, hate. Oh, another shitty. Oh yeah, so many shitty covers. So good. This is so terrible. So this is so good. corny. This is so lame. You like Wayne Brady too, right? Is that what you're saying before? You like Wayne Brady? Did you ask me like why? Don't do that. I said, is he talented? I, My question I, I is, is he talented? I yeah, it's no, there's there's well, not even so close. Corny, there's lame. no no. He is he could he might be the best musician on the planet. He he really might be. 
He is super talented. Are you surprised other people don't share this opinion? Like, a ton of people do. Eh, I would say a ton. Well, I mean, I mean, if you ask a hundred people, uneducated people don't. I, okay, well, sorry, Matt. There are us, us, well, us, I don't care. Like, I don't really care the fucking taste of plebs. You don't not, understand. Let's go back to my original question. Go ahead. Are you upset more people don't see it that way? If you ask a hundred people on the street right now, no one's going to say Bobby McFerrin's the best musician. In the I world. don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. So, I give a shit what I. So think you're my not. Up, so is. you're saying you're not. You're, so you're saying you're not upset that the country as a whole has not embraced Bobby McFerrin as this musical genius? No, I think a lot of people have. I I'm mean, sure he's got some, National Endowment of the Arts, uh, all sorts of all sorts of stuff. I'm sure some he sells small out, circles of people sells out. What? No, I just saw him in Boston a few years Where? ago. Where? I can't remember the venue, but it was big. It's five thousand seat venue. He sold at five thousand seat venue. Yeah, I think so. It was big. Are you surprised he's not selling out Gillette then? Are you, are you upset no, about that? No, he's done big concert. No, why? why I don't why, I don't know. Why, why, why am I he, upset? Or if he's this great, you know. Yeah, but great doesn't mean popular. Here we are equating popular and fucking good again. That's We've why seen I the Hot the 100 that's why all I, the time. And there's a shit ton of bad people who play or, or are featured on the Hot 100. That's why I asked that question. Exactly what was the reason we asked the question. Are you, does it bother you that this guy who you think is this great musician. I think I know, most people don't have good taste. If I, had a, if I had a director I really loved, like Scorsese, for instance, up until, you know, Goodfellas, I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of bummed out. His movies aren't getting enough. I think he, he's made a lot of money. He's sold 20 million albums. He's played with some of the best musicians on the planet. He, um, I mean, he, he won he three tours. Grammys for this shitty song. So that's three of the 10, by the way. Um, I think he won two for this one. So he went I don't know what the third one would be. Um, it would be record and- uh, Album record year and, and- Oh, album is, that's album's different. Right, I think he won both. Okay, like so it. then it wouldn't have been for this song. It would have been for this album, which is the album's good too. Uh, in every life, we have some trouble. It's a pretty heavy phrase. I don't think it's that heavy. It was just throwing. Trouble could mean a lot of things. It could. Right. But when you worry, you make it double. Well, not necessarily, Bobby. I doubt if uh, a family member is sick or if my, you know, my house burned down. Me worrying about it doesn't duplicate those problems. It makes it worse. Because now it you're worrying make it about it. Maybe I make it doubly worse. And it actually might make it better. Because if I'm worried, maybe I'm more conscious, more aware. I think this minimizes a lot of issues. In fact, if you really want to play that game. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, no. If you, no, well, the whole song is about this lecture about telling me I don't, about not worrying. I don't look at it as, an, as a lecture. I think he's saying, hey, listen, you know, sit down. Just chill out a little bit. Don't get all hyped up then and why stressed. Is he, why does he sing that? He's this great musician. Why doesn't he sing? Why, why can't he use his... You know, he's such a great singer. You think he'd be able to pick his words a little more carefully. He's not picking out cover well, songs. Well, a lyricist. It's not a singer. It's, a, oh, it's someone who's writing right. lyrics. Or not, have his lyrics. So shouldn't his lyrics be a little, little stronger? I don't know. I don't care about the lyrics. You know shit. You like the song. Well, it's not my favorite Bobby McFerrin song, mm. but you're- The other ones you played were like kind of lame-ass covers. Is he doing, where's the, is there another original song that, that did anything besides this song? That had any sort of ground among, oh, that, among, the, among these idiots. So this that is the, the so this is the all, this is the first and only acapella song that's ever hit one on the Hot 100. I mean, how many times is that going to happen? He's an acapella right. audience. He's he's not or an acapella, uh, yeah, acapella yeah, artist. He's not he's not going to be on mainstream fucking Hot 100s his whole career. That's not what isn't he's gonna it weird? Do. He never any other nothing else happened. You know, like there, there was no he other. Sold Twenty million albums. What do you mean nothing else happened? It's a lot of albums. I I just I feel like he just never. For most of America, he kind of vanished. I get, yeah. I mean, I was paying attention. Maybe most of America was not. I don't. I know, I don't know. but isn't that weird? Why would I think that that's weird? There's plenty. Because he's the really best, talented. He I, has a hit, and then he vanishes. That's fucking weird. He man. has a weird song. This is not something that you would normally find on a Hot 100. We've established this. I agree. Some of the best musicians I've ever seen are people that will never, ever crack the that's, Hot 100. That will never. But he do did though once. So, but right. But one. But that's the hardest one. 
So why don't you do it once? Isn't it weird? And you're know, like top what's, thirty what, songs. What's he gonna do? Top forty songs. No, I think it's very odd that acapella. Uh, that I, it's very odd stylistically. Of course, I completely agree. That's odd. Do you know how many hot what like how many um, one hit wonders there've been? There've been probably I know, a we've thousand. Covered a lot of them, but a lot of them end up having another song that breaks into the top forty. You know, thirty five. Well, I didn't look. Uh, do, do we know that? Do I, know I, I looked. Absolute- all I could find was these shitty covers that he ruins Beatles songs. That's all. That's all I see. It's incredible. I, 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 I can't believe you liked it. I'm shocked. When you sent me that text back, I was shocked. Yeah, it's, it's, shocked. An, it's an amazing, Blackbird I love. It's one of the first songs I ever played on guitar. I can still play it. Oh, the song's beautiful. It's a beautiful it's a real song. song. Oh, it's uh, and, incredible. And what he does with it is amazing. No one can do that. He is singing the guitar part, bass part, vocal part, all at the same fucking time. Does it make it good? Yes, it does make it good. It, does, it really doesn't. He's singing it. It really act. doesn't. No, it's like if you were playing a classical rendition on, on a guitar, you're playing I've seen this before. Charlie Hunter is an example of this. Charlie Hunter plays a, uh, I saw him at, at Yoshi's a couple times in, in uh, San Francisco and Oakland. And he plays a modified guitar that has a couple bass strings and a bunch of the rest of the guitar strings. So probably, it's probably an eight string guitar. And it's him and a drummer. And he's playing all parts except for the drums. He's playing bass. He's playing, he's playing chords and he's soloing at the same time. It's fucking amazing. And it's musically well done. Same thing with Bob, Bobby McFerrin. He's super expressive. He's got a beautiful tone, an amazing voice, a huge huge range and to be able to sing to be able to sing that arpeggiation of the of the the guitar for blackbird is unreal it is not possible what he's doing it is fucking it, it it's crazy what he's doing it's absolutely crazy. it's crazy if if i put a okay i i think this you said bobby farron is the greatest musician alive is that, is that right my misquoting i want to get it right he might be he might be i don't know of any who anybody who is better on their instrument than he is at singing. If I put a poll out and said, is Bobby McFerrin the best popular, musician alive? Another popular argument. That's, I'm just saying, no, 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 let, let me just say this. Would we, I, would even like 3% agree with you? Like oh, I, 2%, 1%, like would anyone agree with you? Yeah, no. So that, isn't that at some point be like, well, all right, maybe this is a little bit me just having this specific, like this is on me a little so bit. So I have a better understanding of- Oh, uh, you gotta no, stop doing that, man. No, I'm not gonna stop People doing it. People but no one- No, can. you're appealing to, pop, to popularity. But I have more. I have expertise in music, so of course I'm going to trust my judgment. So if we polled people who had my expertise, wait. If we polled oh, people who had my level of expertise in music and above, that would be a different story. Let's do that. But but the everyman, they don't you know. Re- you McFerrin. realize you're doing a podcast to people, right? Other people hear this that don't. You're even doing a podcast with someone. You realize that I'm doing an opinion podcast right. where I tell my opinion about things, right? right? But you're sharing your opinion to. An audience. Yes. So when you do the I got the diploma argument, it's like, eh, that's kind of shitty. There should be a way to get your point across without having to lean on that. You have to know. To come across. Can you hear that he is absolutely dead on balls with his his intonation when he hits those notes? Not everybody can hear that. It's hard. Uh, I, I I think the Blackbird thing sounds like chaotic mess. Yeah. So I right. guess I don't. Yeah, okay. Well, I, then that's I hear a sloppy Oh, thing. it's not sloppy at all. It's, I mean, I'm sure he went through and did all the tracks and he did the acapella part, um, but it sounds like a clusterfuck. No, that's a one take. That's just him doing so, one take. So you thing. think Glenn McCarty's got it wrong when they did it? They were like, ah, well. He's I'm not mi- making that comparison. I think it's a beautiful song. We already talked about that. Don't make f- unfair fucking arguments. I think that's it's bullsh- pretty fair. No, that's a bullshit argument. You just said that I think the Beatles did it wrong. No, and I'm not saying that his version is better. I'm saying it's different and lovely how he did it. So it doesn't strike, I, I'm just kind of, I'm just- Are we trying, gonna go back to the popularity call? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's do that. Because it's just like, if no one, okay, if I have a crazy opinion, which I do sometimes for sure. Um, like I think Observe and Report is the best comedy of the, of the, uh, of this, of this century. Sure. Okay. 
No one else really agrees to that. I can be like, eh, you know what? It's, it's a little on me, but I have my reason for leaving. I'll defend them all day. But I, I think that's, that's maybe, might be the best comedy of the last 20 years. Um, I'm not going to go on the crutch of like, well, I've watched more movies than everybody else. Nanny, nanny, poo, poo. Like that's a lame, shitty. I, I think that's a different argument. Because when you look, watch, uh, did you laugh when you watched Observe and Report? You yeah. Think it, you think it's super funny. Yeah. Right? That's a different muscle than seeing like, there, it would, you'd have to, you'd also have to think, okay, how it was shot. You have to think well, every single level. Putting all that. That's a big reason why I enjoy it you so have much. To, right, you artistry have to think every single level yes. of it. But it does make you laugh. Not everybody is going to listen to Bobby McFerrin and be like, oh my God, that, that sounds amazing. Not everybody. I think it takes a trained ear in order to hear that, to know what he's doing. It's a more complex piece. Not everybody's going to listen to Stravinsky so and why, like it. So Stravinsky did, does 12-tone music. It's not the most melodic music out there. You, it, it, you, have to, you have to listen to a lot and kind of get bored with like a certain, you know, certain chord, chord progressions before you can be comfortable with that type of music. You Eight quoted a couple of people that are music critics that have a background in music that hate this fucking song. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, I so don't know. So obviously it's not, it's not like it's just the like- Yeah, but once again- hyper-intellectuals that all sit around and listen to Bobby McFerrin well, laughing the rest of us. Well, I'm saying that popular opinion might be, I don't know. Popular opinion might be that this is one of the worst songs ever ever written or ever played. I can understand why it would be annoying to be, to people, but I can see past that. I can. Why don't you pick this for the main show? Um- what was the, what did we do for, um, forget what was it? For, oh, it was the UB 41. I yeah. thought that was because it was bigger. Oh, really? That I mean, was this a, was yeah, bigger. No, Red Red Wine was huge. Yeah, huge, it was huge. huge. I thought this was, this I felt was, like it was, this, a, I mean, people have this I'm not fucking, you, are you suggesting that I'm hiding this from no, the main show? No, 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 The opposite. I just think it was a bad, if you felt that strongly, bad, like a bad instinct, like, no, 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 no. I just think, because um, if you feel that strongly, I'm surprised you didn't throw it on the main one. Because, but well, I, mean, I just didn't. I think guess that I guess the Patreon Patreon I, people are getting I, a, I, a nice fight here. Well, I, that's good. I, mean, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think you'd be so dumb about this one. <laughs> so, wait, are you? I, I just, I, I people, I, I don't. So when you, I, I'm, I just want to get. So the other I, thing is, I, 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 so, I, I, no, I have a question about the yeah. man behind the curtain here. So when you, when you're on this show. And you, you say, well, I get it, but no one else does because I, I, I've trained everyone else's, you know, what I, what do you think, how do you, what, what do you think the perception is on it when you say I'm, something like that? Well, I don't think that I'm the only one that thinks this way about Bobby McFerrin. I mean, I was in an audience of 5,000 people. Right. He, he's beloved in a lot of circles, particularly jazz circles. He's so good. His album Play with Chick Corea, where it's just them two on stage improvising, uh, they're doing some jazz standards and things, oh. is an off- the charts album. It's one of my favorite albums that jazz albums. So that and, uh, and kind of blue by miles Davis are maybe two of my favorite jazz albums ever. It's it, they're, they're impeccable. They're, they're phenomenal. No, most of my music friends think that Bobby McFerrin is fucking awesome. And I felt like it was a privilege to see him. He does a, um, he does like a, a vocal kind of boot camp in New York. I think he's outside of Albany or something is where he lives. And I, I want to go. Like I've I've always wanted to go and and do that. Spend a week with Bobby McFerrin. It would be a fucking like such a joy for me to do. He's he is he is a national treasure. He really is. He's phenomenal. Did He's you a see the gentle. Video? Oh, the, the video's ridiculous. With Rob, but with Robin Williams. Who is this? Is exactly why I, I, Robin Williams annoys the fuck out of me sometimes. This is like the worst of Robin Williams. Like this is him being it's too big. The worst that like he, he's a he's a, he can be a great dramatic actor. Obviously, we talk about Goodwill Hunting and. Uh, and some of the other things, yeah. You know, Awakenings, yeah, Awakenings, of course. Yeah, we, talk, yeah, we yeah. covered two yeah. great performances in this show. Yeah, he's phenomenal. There's, there's other ones beyond that yeah. too. Uh, Insomnia is yeah. uh, very good, and uh, he's very good in that. It's a good movie, but he's very good in it. He's 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 very good. Very good. But when he does like the, 
like need to be funny, but like to the excess and he doesn't really have anything. He just kind of mugs. It's the worst. Like this is exactly why like Robin Williams, like it's like, ugh. Funny Robin Williams or trying to be funny Robin Williams is painful. And this was just, this this video is excruciating. Between the song, which I know you like, but the song I don't like. So I don't, and, this is, I mean, this is by no means anywhere near his top third songs ever or top top 10% song. It's really not. He's done way better stuff than this. I, but I can see past the, the hokiness of it and, and I know and see what he's doing and I like it. All right. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I don't know what, I don't know. He's shocked. He's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm shocked. This is like, uh, this is just such a lame, stupid, corny song. I know I'm kind of fixated on the lyrics, but hey, that's what, that's what you're hearing. It's what, you know, songs call. Don't worry, be happy. Uh, and then just the other, then I did a deeper dive. I was just shocked on how just, just bad the songs are i i really I, I said it to you i'm like oh like oh matt's like i thought i i didn't want to get i don't know to my hand but i was like oh if matt kind of charged shit now i'm like oh we'll have some fun tonight we'll just you know i guess i just, I just, i'm I just, surprised you didn't know how how um dear i hold bobby mcferrin no is there i don't think he's ever come up yeah he's he's one of my favorites i love him he's phenomenal are you upset that i don't like him? i don't care man you go through your life i think yeah. you're wrong right. i mean i think you don't i i understand you seem upset i don't like him no, you seemed upset that I like him. Oh, I am upset you like him. I don't yeah. think anyone likes him. I, I, he seems like a nice guy. I don't, I don't, I don't. No, he's also but, a phenomenal talent. But I, I actually, I think if you watch Steve Vai, you'd probably be like, yeah, that's, that's not no, for me. No, I saw him uh, do the, uh, the movie with uh, Ralph oh. Macchio. Yeah, he wasn't good there. I mean, well, he was, oh, he didn't play pretty. well. He lost to Ralph Macchio in a guitar competition. Right, yeah, I know, but that's, so he wasn't that's like playing gone. well. If you, if you see live footage of him playing, he's, he is, it's the same thing. There's nothing he can't do with his guitar, pretty much. He can play every style. It's the same thing with Bobby McFerrin. There is no, he can, he can do everything. He can do soul better than any soul singer. He can do any of the, the acapella stuff better than, better than anybody. He can play jazz with anybody. He's just super good at, he's, he can play, he can do anything. Do you don't think pulling the I musically trained card out of your back pocket doesn't help the show necessarily. Well, I don't, but it's an opinion show. The, so what do you want me to say? I think Kevin, you can have the wait, argument wait, without that. No, but, but what argument is it? So music is how you feel about something, but how you feel about something to me, because I've just studied and listened for a long time, it, I get, I'm bored with most things that people who haven't studied it aren't bored with. Like I need more. I need a deeper I think thing. Everyone, everyone, this, is, this is where it's a little disconnect between this is Planet Crown a little bit. Like everyone who's listening to this has the show has listened to a lot of music in their lives. Music surrounds us. Um, I'm not saying they, if you feed a, uh, a little meter, they might not have listened to exactly as many hours as you potentially, but they've listened to a lot of music in their life. So when you have a statement like that, you don't see how that like rubs people the wrong way. I don't care if it rubs people the wrong way. The truth of the matter is, I'm not trying to be condescending about it. The truth of the matter <laughs> is, I've studied this shit for a long time, since fourth grade. Right. I mean, I've sang my entire life. So when you start to examine what something is, when you start to understand the nature of what it is, how you feel about it changes. It's just the, it's the story of the fucking universe. It's like once you once you become aware that the stars aren't just these fucking dots in the sky, that they're actually solar systems and universes or solar systems and, and uh, galaxies beyond you, you like you, the, the nature of how you feel about the universe changes and where you are in it, how small you are, how big you are. When you study something, it changes. So I have a different perspective on this shit than people who don't study it. It's true.
You laugh, but I, I, I just I, you studied comedy. You have a better perspective. But I wouldn't of play improv. I don't about playing. I don't think I that card though. What do you want me? You're would, asking me it's, why it's I like it. It's my job to explain it without having to do that. You're asking. If you do that, then you're belittling your audience, and you're. I mean, I don't care if you belittle me. It's fine. But you're, you know, you're like, you're like, hey, you don't get this because you're not on my level, so fuck off. And it's like, well, no, it's our job to explain why we care about it to them. So I'm saying I understand why people wouldn't enjoy it like I do. I get it. But the reason why is because I've studied it, because I've spent a lot of time with it. There's a reason why we feel differently about it. Also, people like people hate good things. That's true too. People are like, oh, people don't like people don't like certain movies that we like sure. or hate. Like people don't understand why we love Road to Perdition. Yeah, that's that's not as comfortable. Like my my observant report, I've had lot, I've had a lot of friends even be like, this movie's awful. Like it's not even like it's bad. Like it's, it wasn't for me. Like this movie is trash. I'm like oh, I love it. Yeah. So that's like a, that's a. But I would never be like, well, I, I've seen you know I've seen more movies than you, so you're wrong. It's hard with with an uh. An, I don't know, both a, the art. I don't think it's that hard. No, it is the ears art versus the eyes art is way different. The eyes and ears art that you have one mode of transportation with this. It goes through your ears. You don't have that with a movie. You've got a whole sensory, you know, kind of visceral thing there with the the ears and the eyes. I think it's a lot harder to describe. Maybe plus because it's so limited, as we've talked about before, we've got twelve notes to deal with, and you know, so so there's so anything that's different is subtle. It's subtly different. Where I don't think you can say the same thing with a movie. I respect you doubling down on it. It's not like, about it's, it's no no but you know, I mean you're like hey I, this is you know but I, I just I, I think it's a wild well here's the other wild thing. take here's the other thing on a podcast here's the other, it's regular it's people not a wild take here's, here's the other thing like I've so I play right I sing and I play and I think right. like and I'm pretty good like I, I I'm a good I'm a good writer I'm a good singer I can play guitar pretty well like I'm a pretty good musician yeah I can't touch the shit that he does I can't I know how fucking hard it it is humbles me when I heard when you sent me the blackbird I was like oh shit I fucking know and I listened to it again and I'm like I am humbled. By that, because I cannot even fucking get anywhere. I can't get ten percent of that. I'm good, and I can never. I will never touch that ever. It is fucking gold. What he can do, it is off the charts. Good. I'll never get there. It's weird. Ever. It's weird. He's so talented, but then he puts on a fake Jamaican accent for the song. I knew you'd go there. That's a weird take, that's, huh? That's that's it's weird. You know, the guy's, the guy's such a great musician. Yeah, no, you that, think you'd be able to sing in yeah. his own voice, but uh, no, I guess not. Yeah. That's that's a low shot, but that's I don't think it's really no, fair. That, that's par for the course. Continue. <laughs> I just think it's strange. I just, it's weird. It's great. It's great musician. One doesn't have uh, to do with the other. You just wanted to throw that in there as a little shot. I just know that's fine. I I think it's a fair hey, point. Hey man, you've you've taken a lot of shots at things I've liked before, so continue to do it. But that's all right. You're right because it's popular. So what you take? I like, I don't take it personally. It's like, I don't it's really, it's, it's, that's not different guys. I don't, I don't, I never go as low as you do. I never shoot as, as hard as you do. <laughs> I do it so low. What was low? Because one didn't, it was a fuck. It was, one didn't have to do with the others. Jamaican, oh, if he's such a good writer, why would he have to do those two don't It's connect. strange, isn't it? it because one's, you one's on, about him writing and one's about him as a voice. Like they, they don't connect. So when you shit on snow about it a year and a half ago. What is snow, snow about it? Didn't snow do that kind of fake Jamaican accent or a fake accent? Uh, yeah, in Informer, yeah. Right. So you, you made fun of him for that. I don't think he's really doing a Jamaican accent here. He's doing something, but I don't know it's a Jamaican accent. It's kind of the It's just weird. It's, it's, it's a little strange how, like, one was okay, this one, uh, this one's okay, that one wasn't. Yeah, but uh, we could focus on the fact that you took a shot that didn't have to do with the what thing that shot? you were- 
The Jamaican thing? Yeah, the Jamaican thing. Yeah, you say, oh, if he's such a good writer, why does he have to do good this singer. vocal? Singer. Yeah. No, I thought you said writer. No, no I said musician. If good, you're such a good musician, why does he have well, to? He's a great voice. Yes, he does have a great voice, but well, great voice, voice and diction doesn't have to do with each other. I don't, I don't understand how those it's two connect. Strange, it's a strange it's thing. It's not strange. You just want to fit that in there to take a little shot at Bobby McFerrin. Oh, I want to take a live shot at Bobby McFerrin, but yeah. Uh, I put that in there because it's a strange thing by a guy that's not Jamaican. But that has nothing to do like with him Jamaican. being a musician, though. That but has he has a, this great voice. It is his greatest voice in the world. Yeah, he does have a great voice that has nothing so to do with a Jamaican voice, accent. Don't use this weird accent. He did use his voice. You have to use your voice or, to do that. Jim, you, I'm uh, sorry, use your natural voice. Your you, natural. Uh, it didn't connect. Is all inflection. I'm saying. Like that, that, that didn't connect. Okay, I think it's a pretty fair criticism. It's, oh, that that criticism is fair, but it didn't connect with the original point. You just wanted to shoehorn that in there so that you could take a shot at him. Yeah, I have a lot of shots. I hate this song. Okay, good. I want to take a number of shots at him. Yes. Well, well, and that's one of them. Yes. Well done. Thank you. I think I did a pretty, pretty good job there, that segment, I got to say. You did a good yeah, job? Yeah, so. Yeah, you're great. I think so. There you go. I think so. No, I mean, I don't think you did it at all. Your, your, uh, your appeal was to popularity, which is not No, it's when you're that out in left field, though, at some point you'll be like, well, this is weird. To you, I'm out to in left field. To everyone. If I put a poll out, everyone would agree with me, Matt. Unless they were like trolling. It the depends poll. on who you were polling. No one thinks. Never once have I. I okay, I do. Believe it or not, Matt. I, I do read a lot about music. I, I don't. I don't study it, but I do read a lot of like what's going on. And stuff, not only for this show, but I've always had interest in that stuff. I've been doing it since I was uh, for thirty years. I'm reading about music. I just find it interesting. Ro you know, especially in trends like Rolling Stone or Team Weekly or things like that. Right? Not the music textbook you read, but I've read about pop music. I don't have ever once read the words "Bobby McFerrin is the greatest musician alive." Yeah, I don't think you're reading the right stuff. I mean, if you're in a jazz crowd, if you're in a crowd of people who like this style, but you have to understand how a lot of people, most the heavy giant majority of this country, would disagree with you. But why is that an argument? But a it's, popular is not the argument. It's, it's a strange, it's good or not. But if is you an say argument. a strange thing, but it's you can't wild. It, it's, is that strange to you? I understand that. Once again, take yourself out of it. Be like, all right, that, that's a wild thing to say. You, you, keep have, to, you have to acknowledge. You keep, thinking, you keep thinking I don't see that. I see that my opinion is different than other people's opinions. Right. Based on my life and what I've had and my sure. experiences I've had and the things that I've been interested in and the things that I've tried to do um, than other people. Yes, of course. I have a very narrow skill, like subset of skills. I really do. It's, it's sort of honed into a very specific thing. And a lot of it has to do with music, you know, from writing and, and music production, audio production in general. And so not every, most people don't have that experience that I do. So of course I know that I'm different than a lot of other people, but there are millions and millions of people like me who have had that experience who think that he's a fucking national treasure because he is. You think there's millions of people that think he's a national treasure? I mean, he's sold million, 20 million albums. It's not the same. Mean, I, I bought records that I don't think they're national treasures. And I think a lot of those records came from this stupid ass fucking song. That people that immediately discarded him after that. Well, I didn't so, look into it, so I, I can't tell. I wouldn't. I wouldn't so I, I, I don't. I don't think twenty million people think he's a national treasure because they bought his album once. You know, I mean, I'm sure in some small jazz circles, yes, he is very well respected. Not that small. I mean, he he's played around, he's played in front of a lot of people in his life. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm I'm sure he has. But so has you know, Bono. I know. So has so has Neil Diamond. So has people also that suck. New Kids in the Block. You know, I, I I hate to break it to you. I bet more people in this country, I don't agree with them necessarily, think that New Kids in the Block are a musical treasure than think Bobby McFerrin's musical treasure. Yeah, I know. It's my opinion. I've had right. a unique experience. I agree. I, I, I completely, but like, but- But I, not that unique. But, but it's just, it's just like, 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 like Die Hard comes out. We both love Die Hard, yeah. right? And we both kind of knew, all right, this is probably going to be something that's 
more popular opinion. Everyone seems to love Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, part, yeah, right? yeah. It would be strange if we both hated it. That'd be sure, weird. Sure. So when you come, it's just so like, if, if the roles reversed here, and I I love Bobby Farron, I'd be like, this is a crazy take, but I think Bobby Farron is the greatest musician alive. Why? Why is that? Why would I preface it that way? No, I'd say, why Why do you think that? No, no, but I'm saying I would preface it that way because I understand my audience is probably like, that's a fucking insane thing to say. I'm sorry to say, but you don't have the why behind it, and I do. I don't, have, I don't have any. I don't believe what I'm saying. I'm, what, I'm using it as an example. You'd have to preface because how, you have nothing to back that up. If you made that statement, it would well, sound I would, crazy. If I cared about it, I would. I would have stuff to back it up. I don't. I'm just using an example of how I would preface the argument, not the actual argument itself. You understand? I do you understand? Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I would. I would. I, but it's just. It's funny to me that you don't. You, you don't. <laughs> I mean, granted, you. You don't seem to really give a shit. What it's the not about whether I give a shit or not. It's just. No, I have empathy for how other people feel about other songs or music. That's fine. I don't care. Mm. In this level, it doesn't change my opinion of it. It shouldn't. It shouldn't change your opinion. I just think the way you structure your opinion is is uh, odd. Well, but. because I'm like certain about how I feel about no, Bobby McFerrin. No. It's one of the most certain things I have. I know how I feel about Bobby McFerrin. I've listened to a shit ton of Bobby McFerrin. That's why I like doing the show with you. It's good. It's good you're certain. It's good. I like, there I, are certain I like music. this. It's like same thing with Radiohead. I know... That Radiohead is amazing, and I've spent so much time with them. I know, even if I mean they're not the most popular band too. Most, it's they're actually pretty, you know, in some circle. Yeah, but yeah, it, but you, that's not a lot. Of, but mostly people who are like the ACDC, they're not gonna like. No, but I've, think it's I've read Radiohead is the greatest band alive a number of times. Sure, I've never once seen Bobby Farron in great greatest musician alive in the same sentence. He ever. just might be. He's he's a phenomenal talent. No well, one can do it. So he should I do the poll or the poll? <laughs> Should I do the poll? No, I mean, you do it, but it's, I know it'll happen. And yeah, 99 to one. You be the one. That, that, that's fine though. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. We're not polling the yeah, right I people. You, I bet you'll have, well, it's a Patreon episode. Maybe not. If this is a right, if this is the main show episode, I bet you'd have like one person, two people would be like, Hey, like I agree with Matt. Like I really love Byron Farron. You'd have your, you have your, you guys could have a little, go have brunch or something and talk about how much you love Byron Farron. I don't want to have brunch with you. I don't want to have brunch with them. <laughs> don't I, I you're I, the worst i can't I, i'm shocked i i i'm not i'm glad if i hadn't sent that text last night i would i would have been completely <laughs> forward i know i, I would have been so shocked because i'm like this is the worst thing in the world uh so this this is uh roughly the same week when laura was uh was born um so this was this was the number one song when she was born is don't worry be happy Jesus. and uh she heard it on she uh, heard it on her way to our wedding and she said, honestly, it pissed me off. She also <laughs> hates this song. Yeah. Uh, I wonder is, if she'd like the other Bobby McFerrin, though. Oh, no, we played Blackbird together. We, we were listening to it together. And Did we, you li- we had to the, get a laugh at You might not. Like, it's jazz. If, if you're, you're not into jazz. I'm so, probably not. No. Yeah, I, so, jazz, I, 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 I don't dismiss the genre. I though. highly recommend listening to the album. So it's more it's more melodic. It's less jazzy. Uh, Medicine Music is a phenomenal album. And if you like jazz, the live album play with Chick Corea is off the charts. It's so good. When so. I worked in upstate New York for that summer, um, uh, yeah. I lived on like, Main Street. But it was kind of an interesting town, Glens Falls, New York. But across the street from my apartment was a jazz bar. Yeah. So I, uh, I started going. I started going, I don't know. I tried to go maybe once or twice a week, depending. And I, uh, some of it was kind of, eh, just kind of clunky, whatever. You also, yeah. these aren't great musicians. You know, these aren't like the best in their craft. I don't mean, you know, like that. But like they, they all were competent. They all were good. Um, you know, decent playing, but like, but some were like really good. You're like, oh, this yeah. is like, I can see how people get into this. Yeah. Um, so I definitely have respect for jazz. Um, I don't have a lot of respect for Bobby McFerrin. I hate this song. 
Good. I hope uh, I'm. I'm just gonna bring it up every week. Then I'm playing it every week from now on. <laughs> I'm just gonna when we start the music. I like to grow our show. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Mac and Me, where oh, I just every single. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I, I. I hope if you. Oh, by the way, if you hate the song, uh, please let Matt know. I know it's a Patreon episode. It's gonna have the same effect. I wish, just, I wish this was on the main show. If this you is, do, this is the first time I really regretted um, having a Patreon. No, no. Uh, the song choice you made. This is the first time I'm like, I'm actually, I'm kind well, of- who, who would have known? I didn't think that you would be such an idiot about Bobby McFerrin. I figured like- that's you, what, that's, Actually, I figured you would- That's what confuses me. You figured, don't seem <laughs> to have any awareness of the no, world. No, no, I figured it's you- so would, strange. No, I figured you wouldn't like the song, but right. that you would have, you know, the depth to be able to figure out and listen to his other songs and realize, oh my God, this is a generational talent. Like generational something. Talent. Eh, yeah. Not the word I would use. Uh, but UB40, I thought was bigger. It really was everywhere. I mean, people had this t-shirt. Like this was a big I song. Guess the, this so, song won, well, won the other part the is Grammys. it's an Indian guru saying, I can't remember uh, the guy's name. I have it written down. Yeah, I saw there, it. But, I saw it. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was on a poster or whatever. So I think there was part of it, part of that. No, you're right. A cocktail. Was cocktail big? I feel like it was kind of a phenomenon when um, we were a kid. It was like the, it was my history teacher in whatever grade that was. Cocktail, yeah, the movie cocktail. It was pretty big. Yeah. This song was bigger in the movie. My, I think it was my history teacher in whatever grade I was in, the fifth grade at the time, fourth grade at the time said cocktail was her favorite movie. Oh. And so she was all into it. And she was yeah. playing the soundtrack all the time. Yeah. I remember that soundtrack really well, actually. It's not good. They get the Beach Boys song and the- Kokomo. Florida Key is a shit song. Oh yeah, it's a shit song. It's a terrible oh, song. Oh, so bad. Uh, and uh, Don't Worry Be Happy, of course, and a bunch of the other. They're, they're not, it's not a good I would say both Kokomo and Don't Worry Be Happy were bigger than Cocktail was. You know, Cocktail was a moderate hit. Don't Those songs happy. were everywhere. Those are two monster hits. I'd see it. Both but, terrible songs. But it, Dude, monster hits. It's not a terrible song. Uh, Kokomo is a terrible song, but uh, there's there's nothing there. Um, I thought the UB40 was bigger. It was also big here. I mean, it, it, I'm, not, I'm not dismissing this. And their careers, you know, 70 million albums and all yeah, that shit too. Yeah, that's true, kind of, I guess. But I just think this, I, I, if you feel that strongly about it, I I would almost almost lean toward that. Like, cause then it's like our- Well, we I just felt go. like, Bob, well, the other thing is Bobby McFerrin's definitely more under the radar, which we've really talked about here too, where UB40 has had a, a longer career. More I, guess, that also I guess I also didn't know, remember you, I think on the show, you said how many record albums. I'm like, I, I was way off. I had yeah. no idea they had the hit, but I think a lot of it was international though. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, it's not going to really be relevant but that to that album, that, uh, so the album that came in after, right. uh, you know, that was released, that we, we talked about that, right. but- that was that was a big album. That was probably seven or eight million, I think, with that one. So that was everywhere. And then you had in the movie, you had a few movies actually, including uh, Sliver there at the, right, right, you know, ninety three or something. Right. So, so they, the had, they the, had a run. The video for this doesn't like make you so angry. You want to like jump out of your skin? No, but I like him. Like he is such a gentle soul, like such a great guy. That if I see him on screen, it doesn't bother me. I mean, the other stuff. You got the guy from uh, My Blue Heaven who's doing his uh, his yeah. moves. That actor, yeah, I can't yeah, remember his name, Irwin. Yeah, yeah, his weird contortions, and then the oh, Robin Williams is awful. weird. Yeah. So but, I, I guess I guess the only I would say about the song is you know if you uh, you know Matt loves Bobby McFerrin loves this. Yeah, you know, uh, I would you know if you are if you do know someone in your life that's going through getting evicted, just tell them hey don't worry be happy and I think that, that'll you know I mean if you you know if you don't do it it's doubly bad no, no, so no. you probably should do it because you know in every life we have some trouble so and if you're worried it's double so good advice. Some jokes. Songwriter, hit. or no, I'm sorry, musician of a generation, right? Generational, I think. Yeah, he might be, he, it's tough. He's definitely- It is, it is tough. He's definitely, it he might tough. be the best instrumentalist on the planet. He might be best, better at his, at singing than anybody else has done at uh, any other instrument on the planet. Maybe. It's tough, tough. He's up there though. No one can do what he can do. Thank God for that.
I don't think Godfrey is fucking awesome. You're not going to have the last word on this body. Bobby mother fucking Mc, McFerrin. You fucking listen to this. I'm glad, shit. I'm glad that was the last word. All right, well, okay, fine. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing else. I, I'm not, you're not going to get a story. You're not going to get anything. Oh, you can't die. You guys thought, well, No, why? I told you I'd think about it. I told you I'd think about it and I've thought about it. And because you're such an asshole about Bobby McFerrin, no, I can talk about it at all. And you interrupted me all through my last fucking story. So you decided, so we had that, you know, long ass discussion. I think I interrupted you once and I apologize for it. I did. I meant it. I, I, was, I apologize. Check the tape. I don't know. Maybe you I, did. No, I know I did. I, I went real listen. A. B, I also, I remembered what I said. I did, I did apologize for that. I did that. I, yeah, I said that. I said, yeah. you said, oh, you're interrupting me in my story. I don't do that for you. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And you said apology accepted, but you're not stuck getting a story or something like that. Yeah, so. you're not getting a story this week either. Fuck it. I told you I didn't know how I felt about it. I told you. So what? I fucking so, warned you. Don't, we don't have to have this discussion again. I don't want to have this discussion again. It's exhausting last time. Uh, so, so you do have to do a song next week. We have to three episodes. We have fucking three thing I don't want to do. Three shows next week. Well, you they, can maybe ask for us. Maybe, maybe, maybe I will. We'll see how you are. That's not to do with me. It's a you thing. Nah. You, said you, you said it was about you. You said you weren't feeling. I want to make you, you feel better. Exposed. I'm the kind of guy that tries to make you feel better. Is it? You're not. Make me feel better. So, I was my fault. You didn't tell a story. Pretty much. Oh wait. So, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. What did I do wrong? You said it was because you got the bad review. No, if you're not going to take this shit back that you're spouting about Bobby McFerrin, I'm not going to do a story. That's, no one's going to buy it. Yeah. You see, now you're being silly. No, one's, no one likes that. No. Everybody no. likes that. What yeah. do you mean no one likes that? No one, li- no one likes me. Some people like... Being, you're not being I know, real, I know you can't grasp this, but some people actually do like me on the show. It's not just all about I know you. no one likes that. We just did, though. Like We like pretend it's something else, but it's, it's being cute. It's, it's, it's not it. Like, it has nothing to do with me. You don't like it's a stories. joke, dude. We do jokes I sometimes. Well, they're funny. Uh, but... Uh, no, but so you can't, you know, but you have to do it. You really have, we, ideally, we would do a, a story next week. Ideally. No? We're going to find out. I can Stay de- tuned. Might be a lot of Chris stories next week because I'll have to tell two apparently. No. When I was 12, which is not going to be easy. I'd rather just tell you I'm going to do it than not so that you don't have a second story. I can come up with them pretty quick. Mm. I do. Uh, all right. So yeah, we're back next week. Big week next week. All kidding aside. Well, uh, tomorrow. You catch yeah, the show. that's right. Tomorrow. My goodness. Um, last weekend, tomorrow bonus episode. Liberty, baby. And then we're uh, back on Saturday and Sunday, of course, with Batman Returns and uh, Mighty Ducks. And the song mm. for uh, the last weekend's one is uh, End of the Road by Boys to Men. Oh, we do have the songs. That's right. We do. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So uh, next episode you hear tomorrow will be last weekend's and End of the Road by Boys to Men. See you then.